Welcome to Inside the Firm, a podcast dedicated to small business owners and hosted by entrepreneurs, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Each week, they take you on their journey of how to start, run, and grow a business by bringing you inside their architecture and real estate development firm. Get a behind-the-scenes tour of how these business leaders manage their clients and foster company culture while creating new and innovative projects. And now your host, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Welcome to another edition of Inside the Firm. I'm your host, Alex Gore. I am here with Lance out of office, Psycho, and we have a great show for you today. Now is the time. Chances of recession are zero. And then employment for architectures looking good. So it's going to be all great news. Hey, happy There's Friday the 13th, everybody. All great news. Um, and all I have to start this off is a quote for you and everyone listening. One small step for man, yeah. one giant leap for mankind. Okay. How does that relate? How? You're one small step away from profit if you can get your systems right, if you can get your thinking right, if you can get your theory right, you can do it. I have a thought. <clears throat> that I, I, I actually want to pivot to, right? A lot of people think like systems, KPI, all that other stuff. And you absolutely need that to, to, to run a, a business. But what you need, what is actually above that is theory. So like lean business practices, the theory of constraint, and then all of that stuff you can filter down into how you actually operate your business, right? Because now you have the theory about what systems you need to operate and what KPIs make sense. Anyways, that going back to my first thing, mm -hmm. one small step is going to architects, uh, sorry, buildabetterco.com, buildabetterco.com. Uh, watch the five steps to increasing your profit. Reach out to me at akg at f9productions.com. We can take a look at your business and see if we're a fit for you to help increase your profit. If not, no big deal. Accurate data is crucial, especially in today's business environment. Outdated and inaccurate data leads to turnarounds, delays, and rising costs. No one likes that. With supply chain and staffing issues, these costs and delays can multiply. That's why a resource like RCAT.com is so important. RCAT works with manufacturers to keep their data up to date and accurate and offers it to you Easily accessible and free, use Arcat's powerful search engine to find what you need and download it right there on their site without needing to pay anything or even register. So try Arcat.com today. That's A-R-C-A-T.com. Check them out. Last, certainly not least, Duratherm defines the category of all wood, completely custom hardwood windows and doors that deliver on your architect vision and everyone knows it. That is why they refuse to rest on their laurels, and while Duratherm brand is built upon their expertise in wood windows, they are proud to announce the introduction of a clad exterior feature for their windows. Learn more at DurathermWindow.com. That's DurathermWindow.com. All right. <clears throat> so the time is now. Yes, the time for workforce housing and BTR, built-to-rent mm. development, is now. There's a saying in the real estate development business, entitlement Entitle through the downturn. Hmm. I strongly agree with that. Yeah, we've been saying that. You've been saying that. Yep. For everybody knows, for everybody wondering what that means is get through your entitlements during the downturn. That way you're ready to build afterwards. And, and what does that mean by entitlements? Entitlements is uh, all of the land requirements outside of the building. So when you go through the site plan review process, you're working through the drainage reports and the ponds that you have to provide and the landscaping and all that kind of fun stuff. It takes yep. a Easements. long time. Yep. 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 
site plan review, um, basically architectural elevations that are going to be built, all that kind of stuff. Um, because there's a development and also because you don't have to pull the building permit right away. So the, everyone, a lot of people know that's a whole process. Yeah. And then you go and you get your construction documents uh, flushed out and the building permit and you don't have to pull it right away. Uh, so let's go to the actual article that this person is citing. And that's not it. Oh, here we go. I, I have it right here. Builderonline.com. Builder, hey, we love Builder. Oop. Wow. Holy cow. You got to get your ads in. Gotta I understand. In. I, hey, we hey, understand. Everybody's paying the bills. Yep. Uh, the supply side of purpose-built single-family rental marketing, uh, single-family family rental housing market is being pummeled. Mm. Multifamily, including build-to-rent uh, starts, are way down from last year, uh, 40% of project delays are due to availability in financing. That is huge. So one of the points that this is making that is if you are well capitalized, <clears throat> now now is the time and at least to get through the entitlements, right? Um, everyone knows that interest rates are up. The other thing too, the baby boomers, I think right now over half of them are retired. Have you heard that? Mm -hmm. And they continue to be more and more retired. So they continue to put their money in safer and safer things. And the government is not helping. And this is what I mean is that instead of them investing their money in uh, like young people do, oh, I'll have a, uh, a stock portfolio that someone else manages, but it'll be more high risk because there's more high return. Well, that's more new technologies, new businesses, sure. new growth, right? <clears throat> when you get closer to retirement, you're like, I just want IBM, Ford, and government bonds. I need dividends. Yep. I need steady dividends. And no offense to those companies, but they're just they're not going to be explosive growth. Yeah. And the government's giving high rates. So what does that mean? The new stuff is not really happening and people want to put their money in those safe things rather than stuff that could have a higher potential like real estate and things like that. So that's what it talks about is we have a frozen pipeline in the liquid senior debt market. Uh, new project starts have cr uh, cratered. Uh, so today's conditions could create, I'm quoting now, a major hole in new supply a few years from now. Multifamily and built-to-rent projects take roughly two years to build. Mm. <laughs> in yeah, that's probably that's an average, right? Mm -hmm. Colorado. Uh, California, probably East Coast, like dense East Coast, probably three years. Um, leading to one to conclude that come in 2025, very little new supply will be hitting the market if these conditions hold. If rents are a function of supply and demand, and conservatively we hold demand relatively constant for the next few years, I don't see why it wouldn't be, right? Mm-hmm. Then operators who are able to get a start today may see well above average returns a few years from now, though this is not an investment uh, advice. So uh, events since February have only reinforced that conclusion. Operators who have strong pre-existing relationships with debt providers and substantial deposits are getting priorities in today's debt market. Um, Similar operators with strong equity relationships, money, 
is that equity that they're talking about with partners who are willing to take a long-term view will be uh, will be able to get moving. Um, but the broader point is, regardless of the mechanics, now is a fantastic time to start a project. If only you can find the right partners who view the world the same as you. Mm. That's the key. Yeah. So if you're if you're an architect, you got a developer wavering right now, and they're just they're inter- I I think this is this article would go a long way because uh, the timing of it, you know, and I understand that it's difficult. Like they have to come up with uh, hard money to pay for your services typically because uh, the loan isn't going to come out for another couple of years once you start one of these big projects. Yeah. Um, but the optimism is there. Yep. Okay. What else we got, Al Gore? <clears throat> Moving on, Lance. Chances of a recession are zero. What? Yeah. Next year? Next year. What? You didn't know that. I Now I want to know why. Okay. Let's go to... Uh, I got to pull up this image from here. So this is my favorite guy, Real Clear Tax. He's on uh, y- the YouTubes. Yep. So wh- headline, Lance. Headline, what's next for the U.S. economy? 2024 predictions. Despite slow growth, Federal Reserve staff are no longer forecasting recession due to the economy's resilience. Interesting. Who thinks a recession is coming? So this is a chart. On the left-hand side, it's from 0% that a recession is coming in 2024 to 100%. And then it, it asks different people from the Fed staff, so not the big Fed chairs, but the actual staff, the yield curve. So can you... Read that, Lance. Are your eyes good enough? Based on based on a New York Fed model estimating recession probabilities using a ten-year minus three-month Treasury yield spreads, based on data from 1959 to 2009. Okay, so Fed staff, and I want to come back to this, says zero percent chance. Wow. Okay, that's ballsy. <laughs> yield curve, sixty-one percent chance. Economists, forty-eight percent chance. Consumers at sixty-nine percent chance. Um, Goldman Sachs says 15%, Bank of America 35 to 40, and CEOs 84. Uh, What's hilarious is like you could give more credit to the CEOs, but it's C- me. But CEOs only the paranoid survive. They're they're that's why they're CEOs. They're always yeah. paranoid, right? That's that's us. So I wake up and there's a tinfoil hat on my head. <laughs> Even if it, it's like it grows like magic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I I got something very different in my mind about okay. this okay what, what do you take about this fed staff zero i think they're in a bubble i think they i think i think it's 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 like crazy like okay fed staff you are the opposite of the c-suite because the c-suite people are outside of the bubble it's a, like if there's a recurring theme for me this week it's like hey get out of your bubble okay so mine was it's it was very similar tank um if you see zero percent in any firm or a hundred percent in any group, you have group think. Yes. You have group think. We have a pretty harmonious group and stuff like that. There's no way we all agree on whatever m- most things. We were doing an architectural interpretation of code written down and it was still like three to two. Yeah. You know? I think Friday the 13th is awesome. Some people do not. Yeah. So that that is group think. Like I would look at that organization if I was in charge, be like, there's no way. None of you think that there's a chance that there's a recession. And then going into like boots on the ground, you mentioned CEOs. I'm looking at that consumers at 69% because 
Look mm. at the look at there's a little box up there and it says uh, bowl case. Uh, consumer spending, which accounts for 70 percent of U.S. GDP, is underscoring economic optimism. Right. Yep. That's right now. <clears throat> look at this, Lance. Take a look with your own eyes. <sighs> consumer spending. Figure two, household accumulated excess savings likely gone by October 2023. Yeah. So with inflation, all that excess money that was given has now been spent up. And I don't think that it's just going to go back to average, which would mean like we could continue this. Like it might, it will probably go down because of inflation. Mm -hmm. If inflation was at 2%, you'd be like, okay, everyone spent their party money. Party's over. Party's over. Yep. But now with that. So they, they say that that's a bull case because, oh, consumer spending makes up 70% of U.S. GDP. Yeah, but what if that goes down because of all the excess money's gone and inflation's up? So I, I consumers might intuitively be like, oh, next year? Like, yeah, shit, I'm running out of money. Inflation's still going up. Seems like there could be a recession. Yeah. This zero just like really concerns me. It concerns that, me that, too. That group thing. Get out of your bubble. Yeah. Challenge yourself. All right. Uh, The Architect Magazine, eh? They're expecting some positive stuff. That's good. What do we got? Employment for architects is expected to grow 5% over the next 10 years. Interesting. Is is it a baby boomer issue? Here you go. Let us know. According to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, the field of architecture is expected to grow 5%. Between 2022 and 2032, faster than the average of all occupations. Go me, go Al, go everybody. About 8,200 new openings for architects are projected each year on average over the decade. Many of these openings are expected to result from the need to replace workers who transfer out of the occupations or exit the labor force for retirement, baby boomers, or other reasons. The impact of new technology like artificial intelligence on these statistics is still emerging. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. To see if you could replace some stuff with AI. You maybe can, but then I think it's just like anything. Okay, like let's say the negative of AI is it replaces people in some capacity. Well, it's going to open up the opportunity in some other way we can't even see yet. That's just how it works. And also, too. Don't be a dullite. I I do think, let's say, uh, let's say my my prediction for how AI might work out is that you have a meeting. Let's say you can record the meeting. And let's say there's images on on Pinterest or whatever that the client has. And then you can literally like AI can understand the program based on those conversations and hopefully Revit or plugins or something like that can say, okay, show me four or five different layouts. And then you tweak them. Then you present them to the clients and then you go, you like you literally, it works. It, it understands your workflow. You go into the next stage. It can even then say, okay, make a set based off of our, all of our past projects. Yeah. Right. And it makes a set. There's still this communication coordination, like review, like this high level review that like principals or senior management are doing, cleaning up the set, getting all the forms, putting that all in there. It might be AI less- ain't going to get your win over a client. You know, they're not going to win you the business. I have five, three sales meetings today. Yep. And I'm going there, not AI. Yep. So, so now people are doing a lot less drawing and a more and more and more of that management role and things like that. Mm-hmm. So does that mean less people? 
you could say yes, but what about remember the pictures of uh, them hand drawing uh, the uh, one of the towers? Um, what's the what's the one that looks uh, the car company? Chrysler. Chrysler building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like the it's the huge shop. Just a whole bunch of guys in their white. White shirts. white shirts, black yep. tie, yep. Okay, did AutoCAD eliminate literally just rooms of guys drawing over? Yes, but did the profession still increase? 100%, yes. yep. yep, yep, yep. Especially yep. as we urbanized, right? I mean, we started urbanizing everything. Uh, how are you going to get away from that? So, yep. Um, so that is it. Wow. All, all good news except a little bit, uh, I don't believe that Fed number. I believe it's the slight. It has to be higher than zero. Got to be at it, least one, guys and gals. Sorry, sorry to go back, but to harp on this: if there is a recession next year, uh-huh. like whoever is the CEO of the Fed, which should be the president, should go back and, and be like, "What happened here? Hey guys, how, how did everyone that was informing the heads of the Fed, because there's different Feds in different regions, say zero percent? Kermit. Kermit? No, it's not Kermit. It is. Is it? Kermit, why aren't you telling everybody listening inside the firm? <laughs> Get out of the bubble. Kermit, you know these people. <laughs> you are buddy buddies yeah. with them. Yeah. You're the AIA chief economist, and you do other things. Yeah. Just start calling up your friends and yell at them. Get it on. That's- All right. That's it for us. If you like this episode, you know what to do. It leaves a positive comment. Whoa, wasn't there something we have to read? Wasn't there cupcakes? Something there about- were all... Stay right there, Lance. I'll bring him down. Hang on one second. I'll carry the show while I was going upstairs and getting something. I didn't. I don't even think I got the cupcakes. I looked for the cupcakes in the fridge, and when I got here yesterday, I was flying. I flew from Fargo to Denver yesterday, uh, and then went right into a, one of our construction meeting, and then went upstairs. And Al wasn't here, and I went look for the cupcakes. I was severely disappointed because I like the cupcakes. They're but, in my fridge. But oh, they're in his fridge. Okay, and this says baked by Melissa. Uh, so I this got sent to the office. I think it's for. I think it's a. I think it's a gift for us. I'm not sure. Al says there's something in there. And then, perfect, awesome. So I got this little card, and then it says, "Dear Lance and Alex and <laughs> Dear Lance, we had a blast." Going behind the mic on Inside the Firm podcast. Thanks so much for sharing our mission to shake up the AEC industry through our SOPR, social media and PR approach. Cheers, Carrie and Lauren. And what that is, is I had some wonderful ladies on the show, uh, the Monday morning show here. And I want to see when, let me see when they're going to come out. They Their episode comes out. I'm just going to give you a preview. Oh, perfect. Their episode comes out on October 23rd, Monday Morning Coffee with Carrie Below and Lauren Ganest. And what they do is they do they do podcasting and PR stuff specifically for the AEC community. So check those guys out. Thank you guys so much for that. I'm going to enjoy the chocolates. So will Al, I. I will. <laughs> Al got the cupcakes. I received them and stored them. So In his fridge. I'm going to at least get one or two or four of them. All right. We'll see you next week.